Hello, welcome to another podcast with Coffee with Chris. Our guest today is Select Health. We want to know who is Select Health. And our guest is Gary Reed, Amy Despain, and Annabelle Lendros. And uh, if you would, go ahead and say hi and do a little brief introduction of who you each are. And then we'll, we'll start off with some questions. So, Greg, go ahead and start off. You bet. My name is Greg Reed. I am the Senior Manager of Public and Community Relations at Select Health, and I've been with the company for 14 years. 14 years. Wow. Amy? And I am Amy Despain. I am a Development Manager on the Agent Relations team here at Select Health. I'm basically at nine years at this point, so hoping to get into the double figures very soon here. And um, I am Anna, I go by Anna, Anna Landeros, um, the account manager for the personal and small group plans um, here in Nevada. I am local um, here, so just in Las Vegas, and I've been with Select Health for five years. Excellent. And based on your accent, I assume you're bilingual, and that means you can help us with our Spanish-speaking yes, clients, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Much needed out here. and. I'm happy to be able to help both. Very good. Well, great. Well, let's go back to start off with Greg. And, uh, you know, Greg, can you share with the audience who is Select Health? There's a story behind it that many people don't know. And you're new to Nevada for a few years now, but I'm sure everyone loves to know more about your company and who you are. You bet. Um, Select Health was incorporated in really 1983, then under IHC Health Plans. IHC was an acronym at the time for Intermountain Healthcare. And uh, we ran as Intermountain, as, excuse me, IHC Health Plans for several years. And then in 2006, we rebranded as Select Health. Um, we did that to show distinction between the health insurance arm and the delivery system. So Select Health has been around a very long time, but it's also no, it's the health insurance arm of Intermountain Healthcare. Um, and on the other side, we have uh, the physicians, the nurses, the Instacares uh, that make up uh, the entire organization. We're the largest employer in the state of Utah and that we are now operating in three states, Utah, Idaho, and Nevada. Happy to be in Nevada. You know, interesting. I um, When I heard of the medical side, um, you know, Nevada is not really quite used to that, how you guys are set up in Utah. The closest I could relate to it being from Nevada is when I go to California and you hear of Kaiser, and I'm sure some of the sure. listeners are familiar with them because they're such a big organization and and that they have their own clinics, they have their own hospitals, they have their own um, providers. Is that kind of what Intermountain is? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there's a continuity of care that's obviously there. And uh, Select Health uh, originally started crossing the borders uh, of the state of Utah, and then slowly Intermountain has done that too. Yeah. And we want to be as full service as we possibly can as a system, as an enterprise. And moving into our neighboring states uh, has been a real strength that we found uh, to bring what we feel are best practices into those areas. So because of the integration, how, how, how are you different? Tell me, can you elaborate a little bit more how that 
that patient's relationship, clients, maybe the, you know, whether it's, how does that all tie together, how it's different? Well, and I'll ask my team members here to also speak to this because it's, it's very different in each area that we work, but know that your, your health records are always staying with you in the Intermountain system. So if you have an Intermountain physician, uh, that, uh, you're working with, the same Intermountain physician is going to, uh, the records can be seen by others. Also, let's say I went in and I was told that I have uh, diabetes. Well, Select Health gets that information in real time. And so we can assign you a care manager and you can be able to uh, get direct care and uh, have a have somebody be your advocate and work with you right away with that. It also helps with uh, prescriptions and, and pharmacy. So you, the other physicians know exactly what you're taking. It's been helpful for me and my family. So when we go into an Instacare, they can call up my son or daughter's records and they know exactly what, what they're doing, uh, what their history, medical history is and what medications there are. It's been very turnkey and very seamless. And that's just one area. I'll comment. This is Amy. I think one of the things that I've really seen are the systems working together. So, We'll see where maybe, you know, we have claims for a certain, you know, uh, condition that is on the uptick and we get some feedback as to what needs to be, how that needs to be covered or how from a clinical standpoint that could be supported better. And so there are conversations happening back and forth from the plan side of, excuse me, the, um, the system side of things, they could potentially see kind of the same. We're seeing, you know, individuals present at the emergency room often for this. What can we do from the plan side of things to be able to better support that and try to avoid some of those types of situations coming up? So I think that constant communication as to what we can offer from the plan side or, you know, what potentially could better support those members on the system side, you know, those conversations are, are critical and we see those really impact the, uh, you know, really the well-being of our members overall. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a care coordination that really works out, the better the patient experience. So I guess what you're saying is that um, that your care is not really left to your to your own devices or other doctors maybe or may not be communicating with the other with each other, your other providers that you are the care coordination you just mentioned, Greg, it's just, it's all just tied together. So they're all communicating, communicating, meaning they're sharing the same systems. They have the same records, not the redundancy of tests that don't need to be done because one provider does it, another one does it. It's the same test. Not waste, right? Is that what we're always worried about? Right. Yes. And yeah. What about what about the referral process? Because typically, aren't you? Um, it's a health your health maintenance organization, HMO plan, right? Generally speaking. Correct. And so, for the referral process, really, we leave that on the providers. That is the provider's responsibility to ensure that the correct process has been followed in order to be able to get that person to a specialist. And so where, you know, we want them to see their primary care and, and be referred to that specialist when that person makes an appointment, they need to, you know, be screened by that specialist in order to be able to, you know, ensure that they've gone through those proper channels. Okay. 
Um, I don't mean to throw you a curveball, but how long does it take to get a referral? You know, is it something that's instantaneous or does it take weeks? How, how does someone get a referral? How does it typically flow? Boy, that's a really good question. In terms of time frame, I personally probably think it would depend on that particular provider. Uh, but the way that I'll speak to that is if an individual has an issue where that referral isn't coming quick enough, then we have an avenue through our member services where that person can call, get the support that they need to say, you know, I need some help and I need some direction. Uh, Greg mentioned the care management group that can help navigate through that process, but we also have the member advocates team who really can help with finding a provider, setting up an appointment, and helping them through that process to make it as painless as possible. So, you know, in terms of an average time, I, I, I don't know that I can really answer that, but I can answer from the service perspective. If there's someone who is running into a situation where they need that support, we have that there to offer. That's unusual. So basically, I think I just heard you say that, let's say there was a problem getting a referral or there maybe this delay, which doesn't, no one tries to allow that to happen. But let's say if there is, that member could call member services and they're there to help out too, to make That's sure exactly that the public right. goes. That's unusual. It's, it's, it's helpful. And I think that it makes individuals feel, you know, that they're, receiving that service level. I have a plan and I want to utilize it. I need to get into someone. I, I even think in terms of, um, sometimes I, I wonder if people know exactly what type of doctor to go to, you know, and so we can provide that direction and guidance. And then really that next step level would be that care management that Greg referred to where that is kind of a one-on-one -on -one person, a nurse care manager following them through to be able to help as a resource as well. This is Anna. Um, one thing that stood out to me, because um, I grew up here in Las Vegas, and then I did live in um, Salt Lake for about four years. But right from the beginning, what stood out is the level of service and that member advocate, um, that hand that holds you. We do strive uh, for the one and done philosophy. So, of course, it's not always possible, but we try to get all the members' concerns done during that one call. So we will do the outreach, follow-up as needed. Um, the level of service is just, I was, I loved it. And from day one, it's something that I wanted for, for my Las Vegas because I grew up here. So I absolutely love it. And it stands out in my opinion. Wow, great. So I want to bring it back around to uh, Greg. Another question is, explain, are you for-profit, non-profit? Explain that portion for us. Um, we're a nonprofit healthcare system, and that's that has been our, our our driving force, our impetus to really better the community and the community's health. You know, we don't have uh, you know people looking for uh, dividends or stock or anything that drives for profit, and it's it's very hard in this changing environment when you're moving from fee for service to fee for value. And fee for value is the mantra of everything that we do here. And part of my job is communicating our nonprofit healthcare mission to the community. And that's really kind of boots on the ground to show that we're in it uh, for population health. We're in it for all the right reasons. And we really want to help uh, the community. Uh, we conduct a community health needs assessment every three years. And in our service area, we found that 
prescription opioid misuse, air quality, depression, uh, suicide, even hypertension are some of the areas that we want to try and move the needle on. And through our nonprofit uh, mission, it allows us to uh, really move faster than a lot of for-profits. And, and I think from what you're hearing here, uh, we're a pretty nimble group and we're very impactful with what we do. Um, so the common mission and culture, can you elaborate a little bit more about that? You bet. You're kind of going you that our, direction. Yeah. yeah, our common mission is helping people live the healthiest lives possible. You know, it, it would be uh, somewhat distracting if we had different missions, but, you know, we are in step uh, with Intermountain Healthcare, Select Health is, and we're all working together as we started the conversation of, of how we're, we're influencing through integration, but we're also showcasing this in our approach, in our community support, uh, in our connection with nonprofits. We do a lot of that, at least in, in my job, knowing that as big as Intermountain Healthcare is, we can't do it on our own. We have to have, you know, the support of nonprofit organizations around our service areas to act as an intelligence for us to help us partner and really find out what the community needs are and how we can do better together. Very good. I know you mentioned the problem with opioids. That's been a challenge and uh, we see it in the paper. Um, I think all, all of us have had some family member or friend who have passed away unintentionally because of opioids and, um, and uh, has, has the company, have you guys, seen how you can help in that area with opioids and how to help manage that? Have you, can you add, elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, there's, there's several ways that we've done this. And one is, is through pain management and uh, knowing that if you go in uh, through Intermountain through uh, a, a, a procedure, that the same uh, procedure at at St. George uh, Hospital and the Intermountain Medical Center here, you're going to get the same pain management. There isn't any difference of how you're going to be prescribed or how you're going to manage pain. So we're controlling that. Uh, we're also looking at uh, uh, our, our pharmacies and looking for best practices there. Uh, we're looking at ways that we can support what nonprofit organizations are doing around us in, in, uh, really in the recovery part of it and their programs, how it also affects mental health. Uh, we're expanding that. So we're triaging mental health in several of our hospital systems in the emergency rooms. That's, uh, that's, that's outstanding. I know it's a big deal. I know we have quite a few people that come to our office that are dealing with pain management and it's, it's a real deal and it's not yeah. meant to be taken lightly in that they're, um, abusive intentionally of their drugs is not intentional. It's, it is a way of surviving with a condition. That's the only way to manage it currently. And so it's the stories or how they have to go to certain doctors because they listen to them and get the care versus going to other providers where they don't have the empathy to help them through that, what they're trying to manage. It's really it really breaks your heart, you know? Wow. It, it does. But we're also encouraging uh, the patients to have an open discussion about uh, opioids and the medication uh, that they're being prescribed. Hmm. Uh, I, I, 
it, it's it's important that you have that that one to one conversation so they know what they're being prescribed, uh, if if it's addictive or not, uh, how it's going to manage their pain, and what what their options are. Interesting. I really like the the fact that uh, the care is the same across the board with the providers so that it can be managed and not uh, go to one provider to get what you want, another provider where you can't get what you want, but then really to sit down and triage really what's best to help them manage um, physically and mentally, as you mentioned. That's great. Yeah. And we have drop boxes all over through our system. Uh, we've done several drives. I've done a lot of take back bags uh, with our Dropbox locations over the past, you know, uh, four years now. We've taken hundreds of pounds, almost thousands of pounds of, of medication in there that would just be sitting on the shelf and exposed to many people. Ah, so the Dropbox is if you have unused medication that's expired, we're not supposed to throw them away or flush yeah. them because that contaminates, yeah. <laughs> right? The water, yeah, the water yeah. said don't, don't flush them. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, check, check on yeah. mom and dad, see how they're doing, clean out their cabinets, uh, get an appreciation of, of what's, what they need and, and what they have on the shelf. Hmm. Very nice. Very good. So, uh, your culture of a company is uniquely different. Could you share some more of your culture? And then I have a, a statement to add to that. You bet. I, I, I hope that my uh, caregiver teammates here can uh, chime in as well. But our, our culture really is from the top down. It's it's obvious from our CEO at Select Health and even from Intermountain Healthcare that our, our culture is, is prevalent. That, you know, here in at Select Health, we have a, a fitness area we call the fit zone that promotes healthy living. That's what we want to promote to our members is healthy living, healthy life. Um, we have uh, a paid volunteer program here at Select Health for our caregivers. We look at our values of you know, mutual respect, accountability, trust, uh, equity. It, it's all part of, of what we kind of live and breathe each day, and it's very obvious. It isn't something that is just on the wall. It's something that, that really drives how we do our work. I think that's great, Greg. And I would add, I think one thing that's interesting, and you saw it a lot through this COVID-19 situation, they had to get, you know, employees from an office setting, you know, to home. Our upper management had to get everyone moved to home in a very, very short time period. And they have, you know, communicated on a regular basis that they want to make sure that we're okay, that we're connecting with, you know, the resources that we need, that we have, uh, we feel still a part of this company. And I think that that's been something that's been very evident to me is, you know, making sure that we're all doing well with our mental health and, and making sure that we're familiar with the resources that are available. And so even though we're apart and, and, you know, it, it's been a little bit tricky to be able to work in this type of environment, the support that we've had and continue to have uh, to ensure that that we're making it through, you know, a, a pretty tricky time has been fantastic. And I think that that's, you know, really reflective of that culture. So um, one thing I noted, I went to your home office in Salt Lake 
And uh, the one thing I um, I was intrigued by that you guys do is a thing called a huddle board. Who wants to take uh, share with the audience what the huddle board is all about and why it's what you do with it? Allison, you want to take that one? We haven't heard from you. Sure, I'm happy to. So our huddle board is we get together with our team. So each team, so for example, I manage our account managers um, that sell our small group and individual products. So we get together as a team and we huddle and we talk about our goals and we do it weekly and where are we with our goals and our KPIs and we talk about how are things going and what are you seeing in the market. And then what happens is, is our huddle board feeds up to our director's huddle board. And they, and then she has a huddle board and then that feeds up to the executive. So it's, it's a basically a way of, I love it. It's a way to get together each week and make sure everybody knows what's going on. And then that information feeding up and connecting with our upper management. Um, and it goes all the way to our top executives. So at any time they can see how things are going at every level um, with that huddle board connection. So yeah. It, yeah, it works great. It does. I uh, where I saw it, had seen it firsthand was when I was there. When that if a problem comes in or a question comes in that didn't know how to resolve, maybe it was coming in the call center. The call center would put it on their huddle board to resolve it and then work its way up or down wherever it needed to go to get it fixed and resolved. So everything was put that needed to be addressed was not forgotten or ignored. It was actually put into uh, an action plan to resolve. I think I have it right. <laughs> you got it. Yep. That's exactly yep. right. And I think it's neat because it, I mean, everything is like Elsa mentioned goals and our mission and, you know, just project status. It's just right there front and center. And frankly, with COVID, we actually have a electronic huddle board for each team now. So we're still, you know, it's still top of mind and it's still right there to be able to access an update. And it's a really great tool. Very good. Fun, fun, uh, fun thing I love to bring up because it was, I was impressed with it. Um, moving along, talk about your products you offer. Absolutely. I'd love to take that one. Uh, so we currently are offering personal plans on and off of Nevada Health Link. We offer small employer plans and then a Medicare Advantage plan as well. We're working on our large employer and association plan and hopeful to have those ready to go for 2022. Uh, if you'll indulge us, we'd like to just share some of the highlights of, you know, the things that we think are, are good selling features and some of the things that, you know, that we feel are good representation of, you know, what we're all about. So, Anna, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about the commercial and then I'll follow you up and, and hit some of the Medicare highlights. Yeah, thank, thank you, Amy. Um, so like I mentioned, um, I am over the individual and small group plans here in Nevada. And what, with the importance of the access to care, um, one thing that's important to us is that members aren't held back um, by the co-pays. So most of our plans have those affordable co-pays in addition to most of them um, also covering the labs as part of that copay. So when it comes to labs, there's no surprises there. Um, copay, 
it's huge. Um, of course, preventive services are always 100% covered, but things come up. So it's not going to keep you from going to the doctor because it's a huge bill. Um, another thing that we offer is our wellness and loyalty programs. Um, so this is an incentive. Um, so just we're staying active, whether it's through our gym or our steps program, or we also, you know, give you an incentive for just going for your preventive care visits. So just getting it done, just staying healthy, we'll put, um, it's a gift card program and just puts money back in their pocket. So something to, to keep in mind. And then um, we have our high deductible high plans, our health save eligible plans. Um, one thing that's interesting about um, the plans, in my opinion, is that we have certain services and prescription drugs that are covered pre-deductible on those high deductible health plans. So if it's any of, we have a list of medications. If it's any of those commonly take, um, taken medications, you don't have to worry about meeting the deductible. The deductible would be waived and it's upfront cost. So that is very neat, um, very popular option for that reason. And then of course our connect care. So this is our virtual office visits, whether it's a traditional plan, a high deductible health plan, especially of course with COVID, but even now a lot of people have taken to it. It's available to no, at no cost. So no member responsibility, 100% covered. Um, for the most part, they can even send prescriptions into the pharmacy. So there's really nothing to lose at that point. And the other thing is, of course, like we've already mentioned, um, our members can feel free to call us if there's any questions. It is a lot of information. So we're here to help. Um, same thing with our agents. So I'm here for the agents. Any feedback, anything that we can improve on, always here to help. So we appreciate all the information that we can get. No. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. I have a question for you regarding Connect Care. Do you know how? Can you share with some examples of what you can use Connect Care for your virtual offices, or what kind of services can you take advantage of? Yeah. So it's like your common cold, your common um, flu symptoms. If just your your basic services, of course. If it's something more major, and they'll let you know if they can't do anything over the virtual visit, and of course refer you to to an office visit. But just your your more common um, diagnosis, or that you they can just send a prescription to the to the pharmacy, so you don't have to wait in the office or get ready and drive while you're not feeling well. So definitely something to give a try. It's very convenient. Okay. And what states can you use the, the Connect Care? Because obviously virtual is pretty much anywhere, but is there, where are we probably just limited to certain states we can use it in or is it? No. So the, the neat thing about that is that you can be traveling. So if you're on the road, on vacation, um, one of the kids is not feeling well, you can use that service in any state. So super awesome. And then they would be able to send in the prescription to your local pharmacy in the state that you're in. Right. Walgreens is here. Walgreens is there. Exactly. AVS, yeah. Walmart, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's a, that's a great feature, especially it's, I always joke about it's the curse of why is it, I only get sick when I go on vacation. And right? uh, <laughs> so now you can, it's, <laughs> don't have to suffer through that vacation being sick that you can call the virtual office for the connect care. And then when you think about our college students uh, in another state, 
if they have our plan, they can access that as well if they need to. So that's helpful. Yeah. Absolutely. What, what about, can you elaborate? How do you get the gift card a little bit more? What is that? Explain. How do I, what do I, what steps do I have to get money from you guys? <laughs> so it's, we have our, our wellness program. So if a member participates with a gym, they simply buy, um, you would go onto our online portal. So they'd create their online account and upload a copy of your receipt. It is a $20 per month um, reward. And that's simple. Upload your receipt. You can do it. Once you accept the terms and conditions, you're able to, to claim that month. It is, you do have to be 18 years of age or older, of course. And if you don't have gym membership, we still have, especially now with all the gyms that close down, just staying active. So whether you're doing a, you know, just walking around the park or just being active, you can sync it to your Fitbit, to your phone. You can even self-attest to your step and that will make you eligible for, for that reimbursement as well. So it's a portal. You go in, you get the, to choose the gift card that you'd like and simple as that. Um, the other one is our preventive. So if you go into your primary care doctor and simply get your annual checkup done, that one is claims based. So once we process your claim, same thing happens there. You would get a $20 gift card simply for doing your preventive care visit. Very good. You know, this, my mind may be going down a road. Wasn't there something unique about your preventive benefits if you were doing your birthday present when you turned 50, the colonoscopy? Isn't there something unique with your program? I'm going for my subconscious here, so I hope I'm not out of turn with my question. But is there so something? Be, yeah. yeah, so it's the 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 preventive. So mm -hmm. um, if it's a preventive, if it's coded preventive and it's sent to us, once we process that claim, same thing. So it's a $20 gift card. There is certain services. And as long as it's one of those uh, services that qualify for the gift card, it's an automatic thing. So we do highly recommend use our online portal because that's where everything would be done. And then, of course, there's information there. But if there's any question, please give us a call. It's funny. So, Chris, this go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say this could be your subconscious talking. If you're talking about potentially, and that was great, Anna. Um, you know, as far as the coverage for those, uh, it is you know covered as a preventative visit, um, and so even if someone has you know polyps removed, as long as it's for a screening purpose, then that's going to be you know considered preventative, and there's not going to be a charge for that particular. And that definitely sets us apart. That is that is something that we are known for. So that's that's definitely a good thing. So basically, what that means, if anyone has ever dealt with preventative, preventative as long as there's nothing diagnosed. So if you go in, preventative's covered at 100%. But if they're doing the colonoscopy and discover polyps and they have to do it. They do it on the spot. Most plans, what happens is now that turns into diagnostic and it falls under deductible and coinsurance, like you're in surgery and your plans don't do that. It's going to still be treated as uh, preventative and covered at 100%. That is correct. And one more thing, you get paid 20 bucks for doing it. There you go. There you go. I mean, how much better can you get? Oh, oh I've got my colonoscopy. Got my 20 bucks, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's sick. 
<laughs> it's funny though. So, um, one other thing that came to my mind too is that there's something unique with your plans because you are in three states and you're primarily an HMO provider. And HMO plans have to stay within network. And network means where you are locally. However, because you're in three states, tell me how your plan works as an HMO plan for those for those individuals that maybe have dual residences or going to another location or care in Utah, Idaho, or Nevada. Yeah, so with our HMO options, um, because we are in three states, if a member resides in Las Vegas, um, Mesquite, Lake County, they can even, if they have, like I do, family in Utah, I can go to Utah and use the Med Network out there and still have my, um, my in-network benefits. Same thing applies if I were to travel to Idaho. I can use a provider in the Idaho network and have it covered under that same HMO benefit. Of course, if we're outside of Utah, Nevada, Idaho, we're covered at 100%. Um, sorry, I take that back. For urgent and emergent care um, under our United Options um, PPO network. So there's, regardless if you're traveling, there's coverage more than just in your current state. So great. So if I was traveling to Utah and all of a sudden, and I had select health here in Nevada, um, I'm supposed to go to my primary doctor and they're back in Vegas. So what would I do in Utah? How would I get care? Where would I go? Who would I call? It would be our member advocates team. Um, so they can help guide you find a provider in Utah and you'd still be able to use your in-network HMO benefit with a primary care provider on our med network in the state of Utah. Great. So we covered mostly commercial. You covered, I think, a little bit of Medicare Advantage. Anyone want to take a little bit more talk about your Medicare Advantage plans a little bit? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. So when you talk about the service, that's something that's, I mean, we're, we're known for our good service. When you work with someone like Anna and on the Medicare side, Mark Lee, you're going to have a responsive account manager that's going to be there to be able to answer your questions. So I just want to tee it up on the Medicare Advantage side. You're going to work with Mark Lee. He's actually out of St. George, but splits his time. So definitely in that Vegas market quite often. So I always want to make sure that you know who to go to for help and, and know that it's going to be you know, a really good experience there. So some of the highlights when it comes to the Medicare side of things, we offer our My Generation Clinics. Uh, those are designed specifically for Medicare Advantage patients and is just a very good concept and, and definitely are taking off um, our formulary advantages. And this definitely applies to both where we've got, you know, nearly all of the generic medications covered at that tier one or tier two. And then also mail order, which is really nice to be able to, you know, have that, uh, you know, option for a hundred day fill, uh, especially for those that maybe struggle a little bit to get out um, and uh, make sure that they have a sufficient medication available. Uh, the Connect Care, again, that's an option at that $0 cost point. And boy, that came in handy with the coronavirus situation for a screening tool. Uh, preventative colonoscopy is quite the same. And then we also offer uh, a wellness, which is Wellness Your Way program that offers, you know, some really good support uh, when members are active. 
Uh, and then also uh, even includes things like cooking classes, national park passes, and green fees. So, so definitely some good things to offer in terms of, you know, support. We really want to try to get people to, you know, uh, work around that mission of trying to be healthy. And uh, uh, we also have one other, uh, our Healthy, Li Healthy Living Program provides incentives for, you know, doing some of that preventative care, like the physicals and immunizations, uh, like we talked about uh, on the commercial side of things. Uh, they also have the complete support of member advocates and then also that care management group uh, that, you know, are there to support. So I, I think one of the things that you see, you know, as we are, you know, really strategic on the way that we develop our plans, you see that in terms of, you know, the member support and, and really wanting to make sure that they're healthy, that they have good access to care. Um, but then also if they run into any situations where they need that support through a group like member advocates to help with appointment scheduling, that kind of a thing, uh, they've got it. Very good. So I noted one thing is that, uh, your company values insurance brokers. I know people can go direct to companies, but. I think the the value of a broker is important. So tell me what what your philosophy as a company and the importance of a, uh, working with an insurance broker. You bet you. it. You bet. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, huge important role. Uh, even more so in this particular environment that we're in, uh, trying to navigate through this is so complicated. And you know, we really value the agents that you know want to help these members and, and really want to be there to be the subject matter expert. So you will notice that we have, um, you know, a lot of weight on trying to educate our agents the best that we can so that then they can then in turn educate those members. And then we try to provide the best support uh, on both sides, really, to be able to help, help answer questions. And uh, so agents are vital. I think one of the things that has been really interesting to me. When I started with a company, we were just coming into ACA and I had to get my head around a couple of different worlds and just seeing that evolve and realizing how much responsibility that agent has to not only now, you know, talk about insurance, but then understand their financial standpoint of things. And the, on the Medicare side, the drug part of things. I mean, there are so many elements that, that it is, it, it's complicated and members really need someone who they feel like they can trust and that is a good resource that is available and, and responsive to their needs. And so that is something that we absolutely value that relationship and, and try to support the agent population, you know, the very, very best that we can. Yeah, thank you. Hey, this is Allison. Can I just add a little bit to that? Um, I've been with the company for 28 years, and that is one of the things I love about it is we truly do support our agents. And it's interesting over all the years how they really come to us as the go-to when things change, when there's new legislation and when things are happening we really as a carrier are the are the one that that they look to to come to and say hey how does this work and how does it affect me and what do i need to do and so i really 
love that relationship that we've had with our agent community that we can help and support and educate and help each other. I mean, there's times when our agents pass on to us stuff that we may not be familiar with yet and, and you know, question, hey, are you doing this? And, and it gives us an opportunity to look in to make sure we're doing things correctly. And so that collaboration is just, it's a it's a, a integral part of what we do. Thank you. I heard I heard we are your boots on the ground and you cover in our backside. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> so, um, I, is there a select health difference? I I believe there is. And if anybody else wants to add in, you know, but I'll, I'll get us started here. Um, You know, Greg's talked to you a little bit about what we've done in the community and he's going to wrap up with that as well uh, to make sure that, you know, we can, we can communicate that information, but, you know, really keeping to that mission and having everything follow suit with that is huge. I, I think that that's what every decision, whether it be a plan you know, design or a benefit offering. Uh, we see that uh, I have the opportunity to be able to sit on an appeals committee that uh, we basically hear cases for, you know, individuals who potentially have not had a, a service covered for whatever reason. And it is apparent to me every single time I'm on one of those calls, how important the member is. And oftentimes, you know, when we have an, an issue come up, it's, you know, let's take a look at this and see if this is something that needs to be covered. It's not showing us covered. How can we help this person, you know, in this particular situation? And do we need to consider having this be covered? Those conversations are happening all the time. And I think that that's where I can see those two entities, Intermountain Healthcare and Select Health, you know, speaking all the time. And so, you know, really coming back to that note that, you know, that we're really trying to go toward that mission of trying to help people live as healthy as possible. Um, I, I think too, we've been in this business for a long time and we understand healthcare as a whole and, and truly have, you know, the members and the patients interest in mind. Um, one of the things that I love from the community standpoint is I feel like there's a lot of education opportunity that is, that is, uh, you know, outreach happening to the areas that we work in. And, and, you know, that's going to happen in Nevada as well, but, you know, education, whether it be at the school level or it be at a community level to help them understand what it means to be healthy and what they can do to, you know, achieve those things. And so I, I think that that's really where we stand out is, is, you know, really trying to benefit the communities that we serve as a whole and, and not just pedal insurance. Can I say that? Yes. Okay. Does anybody else have anything they want to add there? Um, this is Anna. So I'm, I personally am thankful. Um, I initially started with our member services, which gave me the opportunity to see everything that we do. And that's where, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, where I fell in love with what we stand for. Um, our heart is in everything that we do in all of our departments. So we reach out to each other. We we do what we can as a team, whether it's member services, um, authorization, sales. We all have the heart for it. So that's the member's most important. Um, and that's just 
I, I love it. And so that even in my own personal experiences that I ended up in the hospital and my insurance needs, like it just was a confirmation of how amazing it is. It's it just stands out. Thank you. Chris, we really pride ourselves on superior service and you know our our glass case downstairs is filled with JD Power Awards speaking about our member satisfaction. Uh, it's very meaningful to us. We we talk about it all the time, and many of our discussions are are driven around the members' experience. So it is important to us at all levels, even in outreach. You know, when we're at events, uh, community events, we're hearing from our members, we're answering questions, and we're always interested in getting them the resolution or the information that they need. Well, I, I appreciate you know, that. Um, Go ahead. Chris, Go ahead. Yeah. Just really quickly. Sorry, this is Allison again. Um, something that I find really interesting that kind of um, goes to what the others have said about our, our service. It is without fail when I've been, been at open enrollment meetings for groups that are coming to select help as a new group that, that haven't currently been with us. And we've talked, I will watch employees and listen to what they say and without exception there will be an employee within the group that will turn to their neighbor or talk to somebody or even say to me oh i've had help before i am so glad we're coming back oh they give so such great service and so i think that says a lot um you know premiums sometimes can be close in the market and can be similar but that service that we provide really makes a difference for our individual and you know, the employees of groups, especially when groups are, you know, trying to get good employees and encourage those employees, that can make, that benefit can make a big difference. So I'm going to let Greg wrap up here in a minute, but I just realized, so the whole value system is what you're trying to bring to Nevada. And I think that is probably why you partnered with or purchased healthcare partners and made it Intermountain. You're trying to integrate that that's the value system, that level of care into a provider network that you can help manage support and bring it to another level. Is that what I'm summarizing from what I just heard? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, we want to bring all the best practices that that we have and all the values and uh, our, our, our community and our service. We want to bring that to Nevada. We, we want to be competitive in the marketplace, but we also want to show our value proposition and surround that with our service levels. Very good. So that's a that's part of your commitment to our community. Correct. So there's other things you're doing in our community too. I think uh, you like sports or something like that. I don't know. I'm not... <laughs> What, what, what a great vehicle to get the attention of Southern Nevada uh, to sponsor with the Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, a great opportunity. You know, the Performance Center is named after Intermountain Healthcare. It's a tremendous asset and a beautiful, beautiful facility. And what, what a great way to start a discussion is about Intermountain Healthcare and Select Health and why, why they're invested in the community. And through that partnership, we want to make it really obvious that we're in it for the long run. Very good. Thank you. Thank you all. Is there, Greg, is there anything you'd 
like to say in closing and before we wrap up and then I'll finish up with the ladies too. You bet. Uh, so when you're meeting with select health at whatever level, ask the questions, ask the tough questions. You know, we have a lot of proof points that we're excited about and want to demonstrate uh, to uh, new members, to potential members. And uh, we feel strongly about our commitment to the community. And, you know, what you've heard today really translates a lot into caregiver satisfaction. Um, I have 14 years. Many of them have more than 10 years, or even 20 years. There's a reason why we've stayed at Select Health. Thank you. And Anna, why did, tell, uh, what would you like to say in closing? I'm just beyond excited to be out here. Um, as I mentioned, I fell in love with Select Health from the very beginning. And for things to start falling into place and actually be out here, it's just going to get better. We, we are, we have had our little bumps here and there, but we're committed to, you know, improving on that. And it's just going to be amazing. I, I know it. And if you ever, anybody, agent member, um, I'm here to help. So if you hit a bump and you feel like, okay, this isn't okay. I'm, we're all here to help. Um, feel free to reach out to me directly and I'll make sure that it gets, um, look, you know, looked into, but yeah, in general, it's, it's just exciting to be out here. Very good. Thank you. And Amy. Thank you so much. You know, it has been really fun to get to know the Nevada agents and just, you know, um, I think just like Anna said, bring select health uh, to that area. So we're grateful for the welcome that we've received and we want to, you know, really communicate that we're here to support in any way that we can. We have a good product to offer. We want your feedback. So definitely let us know, you know, what you want to see. We're very open to that and uh, here, here for the long run. So give us a chance and, and let us know how we can best support. So thank you, Chris, so much for, the time today. This was this was actually really fun. Thank you. Hey, and Allison, what about you? Would you like to say something in closing? Since you have seniority here. <laughs> no, just well, probably in years and age, I would bet as I'm talking to these people. I think I am older than most everybody too. But um, you know, I just want to let you guys all know with Anna, she is amazing. In fact, she was one of our favorites when she was in Salt Lake and we're so happy to have her there with you all in Nevada now. And so please reach out and let her know how she can help. And if ever there's a time when she decides to take a day off and you need help, I'm always here to help. But we are excited to be in Nevada and and to help wherever we can. So, yeah, thank you for the opportunity to talk to you today. Wow. Thank you to all of you. And uh, thank you to our listeners as well for the time you've given us today as well. Hope you learned something new and realize that uh, there's always other plans and other opportunities to consider. Seeking a broker is important and having a carrier that's there behind the broker as well as you as a, as a member, as a patient. And um, anyway, until next time, and thank you all for uh, being with us today. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. For more about the topics discussed here today, please visit us at carothersinsurance.com forward slash coffee with Chris. Until next time.